0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on seven to nine AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. We do have uh, Sherlyn with us on the line, as joining us uh, to tell us a little bit more about her business and who she is, and what inspired her to get into business and to be a woman entrepreneur. And, of course, just going back into her story as well. Uh, Shaleen, how are you this afternoon? I'm good in yourself. And thank you. Um, Good afternoon, listeners. I'm good through um, God's grace. Amen. And happy Easter to you.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you. Right. So I just want us to start, you know, from the very beginning. Um, I know that you grew up, you know, from very humble beginnings in Springbok and then came to Cape Town, you know, sort of transitioned and uh, um, started your so- sort of formal schooling this side in Cape Town. High school, I think high school and uh, formal schooling in Cape Town. Can you maybe perhaps just take us back to those humble beginnings and how that shaped the, you know the person that you are right now.
1: Yes, so um, I went to primary school. I'm originally from Steenkop. It's a place in Springbok. It's a small place close to Springbok. Um, I was born there, and then I um, came to Cape, came to Cape Town, and I um, attended at high school in Cape Town. But I was at primary school in Northern Cape. Because of the apartheid years and coming to take down every um, holiday to come and visit my family, like um, that really shaped me and that made me so strong and that made me independent because I was traveling alone like every holiday.
0: Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Um, now it's interesting that you know you mentioned that and uh, your, your your how. Sort of your upbringing has shaped the person that you are right now and almost uh, um, put down a great, really um, firm foundation for you. Um now looking at high school and uh, you know moving totally to Cape Town having attended um Sea Point High School and you also mentioned living in Sea Point which is something that I share with you I also lived in Sea Point for um pretty much the bulk of the years growing up um Oh that's great. Yeah. <laughs> we might have seen each other on the road but we just didn't know one another. Yes. <laughs> so you mentioned something which I find very important how you 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 know you were you had the opportunity to to sort of observe a Jewish family and how they ran their businesses and how you know they were business oriented and you sort of sort of captured certain skills from that. Um can you tell us about that experience?
1: Yes. So I grew up in a Jewish house in um, the Road in Fresno, Sea Point. Um, I was never interested in business, but yet I learned from them. I noticed how they do, um, how they did things when it came to business. So I said to myself, um, I will use it one day because I wanted to be a social worker. And I never end up being a social worker, and that was my experience from that. And, like, you just action. You have a strategic plan, and then you just action your points. And that is what I've learned from them. And just do it. Do your passion, and with God's grace. And obviously, like, the Bible, the way God says, like, Fear not, um, for I have redeemed you. I summoned you. um, You are mine. So that is my, that is my um, Bible verse that I take from my childhood life, living with the Jewish people
0: so powerful and how you, you you know you've learned from you know different people and different cultures and um, that is I think for me a truly very profound South African story the fact that you know there is openness and we have the opportunity to learn from one another as South Africans yes. and to really build the South Africa that we are in especially given the time that we are in now you know where collaboration and partnership is really going to go a long way um, in building and rebuilding our economy because that's pretty much where we are now so and that yeah yes, and that is correct because um
1: if we look at now at the, all the networks and collaborating it's the way forward it's the way forward we need each other because we all have different skills and god bless us with different skills in order to collaborate with each other and you can just hold each other's hands and then your project will be successful and that is my thinking behind business Mm,
0: that's so powerful now um, Shulin, looking at uh, um, you know just the journey that you've taken and uh, where you are now um, what inspired you to get into hospitality particularly Um, you know you've done so well you've thrived in this industry how and what inspired you um I went to
1: into inst- hospitality. I actually took a risk. My faith was big because mm-hmm. I was thinking about like um also a bible verse is the big thing um where Jesus said like Go throw the mountain in the sea yes um and that was also that is also my biggest um my biggest belief in this so I went. I, I went to Boston Computer School mm. after I decided I don't want to be a social worker anymore. Mm. Um, I just to try and find myself. Mm. And then I was so blessed. The Friday I finished um, Boston Computer School. Mm. I started uh, as a legal secretary the Monday. Sure. That that's how blessed I was. And doors has always been open for me. And. That is how, if you believe, um, God will open the doors for you. I was a legal secretary for about five years. In that five years, I studied child psychology through um, UNISA, mm. which I've never practiced. In mm-hmm. that same time, I went to um, international hotel school. I had like four hours, five hours classes after, after my permanent job. And then I got offered a nine-month contract at um, the Table Bay Hotel. Mm. I left a permanent job where I had medical aid, I had bonus, I had a good salary. I left it for a nine-month contract job where I was earning 4,000 rand. I said to myself, God is with me, mm. and I'm going to take the step. And the day when I put my foot at the... Um, at the table Bay Hotel for the interview, I had on a white suit because I believe that's like cleansing. And I said, "Oh, hallelujah!" I know, I know the Holy Ghost is going to lead me in this. And then um, after my nine months um, contract, um, one day before that, they create a, another job, and that was God. So they made me permanently. Hmm. I ended up um, working for Sun International eight years. Hmm. They used to call me the fixer. I've worked (laughs) for them all over South Africa. Wow. Um, I traveled a lot. And then after eight years, I said to the general manager at that time, um, Philip Kovárez, he's now overseas. I said to him, I've got sad news for you. Um, but it's more sad for me because I was in tears because they were my family yes, <laughs> and I was like thinking I will become a general manager at Sun International mm. and then I resigned. He said to me, I wish you all the luck. Mm. I said to him, the reason why I um, want to resign is because I think I found my passion in the hospitality industry mm. and I wanted to, to um open another another hotel from scratch and that's when I move over to the Tosh Hotel. Um I always say the Tosh Hotel is my legacy. If you see those clothes of the Tosh Hotel, mm-hmm. that is Shilene Kluta. She works from two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning to get those clothes shining. And that is wow. my legacy, yeah. <laughs> from scratch. I've learned such a lot from it and and God just kept me. God just kept me, and God gave me wisdom all the time. God gave me wisdom all the time. Mm. And after that, after two years after that, um, I moved to 15 and Orange, which was, um, which is a Marriott um, International Hotel. From there, I moved, what's there, about five years. I moved to um, Fire and Ice a little bit, and then I moved to Crystal Tower Hotel, um, and God opened another door for me to be on top because I am the first um, executive housekeeper for Marriott International in South Africa. Wow. So that is also God's favor mm. upon me, on, upon my life. Mm. And then after two years, I said to the general manager, I think I had enough now. I'm going to follow my passion. Then she said to me, but... I thought, hospitality is your passion. Mm. I said, I need to use my other skills that I've learned as a child. And I think I can um, incorporate the two. I can blend them in together. And then I started the business um, and then because I, for me, there was a gap in the business. Mm. And um, yeah, that's how I started my business. And because I want to help youth because I can I can use my skills mm-hmm. to, to help youth and my knowledge because a lot of um, the youth and especially the unemployed they go into hospitality and tourism
0: Yeah.
1: and they go in and then some of them don't have the skills mm-hmm. and that's where I come in I love sharing knowledge mm. I love sharing knowledge what I've got I love sharing information because that is my belief how God will bless me because you must give. you can't sit with your knowledge and experience and don't share mm. with the next person and, and also I offer job creation
0: absolutely absolutely, and especially given a time such as this you know when uh, employment is uh, you know one of the um, very scarce things that we are facing right now unemployment um, I think you know people that that are like you that are saying that we want to contribute to the economy in this way um, by providing training and by placing people in jobs you know and really bringing back um, professionalism and quality into the hospitality industry Um, so so ikamva hospitality services is what you do so can you tell us about uh, the the just the structure of the organization and some of the fundamentals um that your organization uh, um uh, believes in um so it's it's
1: called ikamva so i learned a little bit of the english and the cosa um mm. So um, it's called it out Hospitality. So what we do, we um, we are an outsource company, and then we are training and the skills. Um, um, we have a training skills department also where we train the youth and we find employment for them and for jobs to place them. So my vision behind this is just. So, just to help the youth, like I said earlier on, I can't um, sit with my skills and I can't sit with my knowledge. And there's people out there that need it and they need someone to guide them because not everyone is the same way. You will go out and find there's some people that need our help, like myself. And that's that's my that's my. Um, that's my thinking behind um, Likamba speciality Service. And obviously, we are the first, like, there are a lot of companies out there. There are a lot of black-owned companies out there. But I am the first one with such experience in the industry. Wow. And that is that is my motto behind it.
0: Very, very powerful, Um, Shalene. Very, very powerful, and really someone um, that has shown bravery and resilience throughout their career. And I think you deserve a hand of applause and congratulations to what you've done so far um, for the hospitality industry. Um, Now, (laughs) what what is next for you, Shalene? What what do you want to achieve?
1: So what's next for me as Shiloum Kluta, I am busy studying towards um, my MBA, obviously I didn't study um, commerce, so I have to study from the bottom, so I'm doing currently a small business certificate at um, the Stellenbosch University where after I can do my MBA. And then um, I want to share my knowledge again, and from here I want to open my own hotel school, mm. and that is my vision.
0: Mm wow I love that a lot and I love the fact that you're also upskilling you know you're ensuring that uh, um, you are on par in terms of you know what is happening in business so then coming to your advice to any woman that is in business it might not be hospitality it might be anything um, really what is your advice just to to build that tenacity and that spirit of resilience what does one need to do how does one become um, a a Shalini? um, you know, not giving up and pursuing and going forward until, um, you know, they hit that success button or go, you know, go forward and reach um, those uh, heights that they never thought that they would reach. So I would advise people to take the step
1: because um, that is very important. Some of us sit with the vision, some of us sit with the skill but you think um, maybe you need lots of money, because I started this business without money. Um, you don't. It depends on it, but don't wait for someone to come. Just just take the steps, because business is about steps, and on those steps, you will, you will walk down back, you will fall back, and you're going to have lots of success, you're going to have lots of failures, but that will build your character as the as the business owner, and through um, everything is possible through the grace of God, and that is my advice for people for people who want to start um, businesses. Just take the step and pray about it because prayer is powerful, and God can answer your prayers. Obviously, um, God has. God has his own will for, for us, but pray about it. Like, also like in the Bible where, um, God uses Joseph, where he was a wise, because Joseph was a wise strategic planner, and God used him to save Egypt, which was the largest empire in the world at that time, and the surrounding countries of a period of the, of the worldwide. And that is your belief. You, you need to think big in mm. business. You can't, you can't think small. Mm. You need to think big. And write it down on, on paper. Like, I always do that. If I want to make a decision, I draw a line in the middle. And then I write positive and negative on the page. And the one with the most items, um, like, if anything that comes to my mind, I write it down. And that is always the answer for me. And then I pray about it. So I will encourage people, take the steps. Don't wait for anyone because no one is going to hold. And remember, it's your vision. It's not someone else's vision. Because someone won't um, come and help you to develop your vision. You need to take the steps. And that is what I would advise to um, entrepreneurs or people who want to start business. Don't wait for anyone. Take that step. Take that step. And it's, and it's a lovely feeling if you've taken the step because, like I said earlier on, they will be failures. They will be success. And a happy, I believe a happy team is also. Look after your team. A happy team will give you good productivity. And that is what I'm going to advise to everyone.
0: Wow, Shaleen, thank you so much uh, for that advice and your wise words. I think that um, they are very, very powerful. And I'm sure that each and every person that is out there would have gained something um, from you this afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us and for sharing um, your journey with us and uh, just your authenticity and how you have just, you know, um, gone through, you know, tough times, but yet gotten up and continued to do what you love. Thank you to you and blessings to you and may God extend your territory and good luck with the MPA um, and blessings. Thank you. Thank you so
1: much. Thank you for evening me and thank you listeners to, um, for listening to me. God bless you
0: all. Bye-bye. Shaleen, just one more thing. Yes. How do people get through to you if they're interested in having a conversation with you? They are welcome to call me on
1: oh, wait 2 944-5196 And also they can use um, my email address, which is info at likambahospitality.co.za. We are on Facebook, we are on Instagram, we are on LinkedIn, we are on all the social media platforms. Mm -hmm. That's where we are. Thank you so much and
0: blessings. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Mm Bye-bye.